Day one of Totus Tuus's novena to Mary, mother of our faith, with Papa Francisco's encyclical, Lumen Fidei, the light of faith. The light of faith. With this expression, the tradition of the Church has indicated the great gift brought by Jesus, who, in the Gospel of John, presents himself thus: "I have come as light into the world." That everyone who believes in me may not remain in darkness. Saint Paul also expresses it in these terms: "And God, who said, 'Let light shine out of darkness,' shines in our hearts." In the pagan world, hungry for light, the cult to the sun god Sol Invictus developed, invoked each day at sunrise. Yet though the sun was born anew each morning. It was clearly incapable of radiating its light on man's entire existence. The sun, in fact, does not illuminate the whole of reality. Its beam cannot pierce through to the shadow of death, there where the human eye is closed to its light. No one, affirms Saint Justin the Martyr, has ever been ready to die for his faith in the sun. Aware of the great horizon which faith opened up to them. The Christians called Christ the true Son, whose rays give life. To Martha, who was weeping over the death of her brother Lazarus, Jesus said, "Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? The one who believes sees, sees with a light that illuminates the whole route of the road, because it comes to us from the risen Christ." The morning star that never sets. Yet, in speaking of this light of faith, we can hear the objection of many of our contemporaries. In the modern epoch, it is thought that such a light might have been enough for ancient societies, but does not serve for the new times. For man, become an adult, proud of his reason, eager to explore the future in a new way. From this stance. Faith appeared as an illusory light, preventing man from cultivating the boldness of knowledge. The young Nietzsche invited his sister Elizabeth to take risks, treading new ways in the uncertainty of proceeding autonomously. And he added, "At this point, the ways of humanity separate. If you want to reach peace of soul and happiness, have faith. But if you want to be a disciple of truth, then explore." Belief would oppose the search. Starting from here, Nietzsche developed his critique of Christianity as having diminished the scope of human existence by taking away from life novelty and adventure. Faith would then be like an illusion of light, which impedes our pathway as liberated men towards the tomorrow. In this process, faith ended up being associated with darkness. Thus, it was thought that to be able to conserve it, a space should be found for it to live alongside the light of reason. A space for faith opened up there where reason was not able to illuminate, there where man was no longer able to have certainty. Faith was then understood either as a leap in the dark, which we take for lack of light, driven by a blind feeling, or as a subjective light, capable perhaps of warming the heart. Of bringing private consolation, but which cannot be proposed to others as an objective and common light, 
which illuminates the pathway. Little by little, however, it is seen that the light of autonomous reason does not succeed enough in illuminating the future. In the end, it remains in its obscurity and leaves man in fear of the unknown. And so man has given up the search for a great light, for a great truth, so as to be content with little lights which illuminate a brief instant, but are incapable of opening up the road. When the light is missing, everything becomes confused. It is impossible to distinguish good from evil, to distinguish the road which leads to the goal from those which make us go in endless circles without any direction. It is therefore urgent to recover the character of light proper to faith, because when its flame is extinguished, all the other lights end up losing their vigour. The light of faith, indeed, possesses a unique character, being able to illuminate the whole existence of man. Because it is such a powerful light, it cannot come from ourselves. It must come from a source more at the origin. It must come, ultimately, from God. Faith is born in the encounter with the living God, who calls us and reveals to us his love a love that precedes us and upon which we can depend so as to be firm and to build our lives. Transformed by this love, we receive new eyes. We experience that in it there is a great promise of fullness and it opens up to us the look on the future. Faith, which we receive from God as a supernatural gift, appears as a light for the road a light that orientates our pathway in time. On the one hand, it proceeds from the past. It is the light of a fundamental memory, that of the life of Jesus, in which is manifested his love, a love totally trustworthy, a love capable of conquering death. At the same time, however, because Christ is risen and attracts us beyond death, Faith is the light that comes from the future, which opens up before us great horizons and takes us from our isolated I towards the breadth of communion. We thus understand that faith does not dwell in the dark, that it is a light for our shadows. Dante in the Divine Comedy, after having confessed his faith before St. Peter, describes it as a spark that dilates to a lively flame, and like a star in the sky, twinkles in me. It is of this light of faith that I would like to speak, so that it may grow to illuminate the present, becoming the star that shows the horizons of our pathway, in a time in which man is particularly in need of light. Before his passion, the Lord assured Peter, I have prayed for you, that your faith may not fail. Then he asked him to confirm the brothers in this same faith. Conscious of the duty entrusted to the successor of Peter, Benedict XVI wanted to hold this year of faith, a time of grace which is helping us to sense the great joy of believing, to refresh our perception of the breadth of horizons that faith opens up.
so as to confess it in its unity and integrity, faithful to the memory of the Lord, sustained by his presence and by the action of the Holy Spirit. The conviction of a faith which makes life great and full, centred on Christ and on the strength of his grace, animated the mission of the first Christians. In the Acts of the Martyrs we read this dialogue between the Roman prefect Rusticus and the Christian Hyrax. Where are your parents? the judge asked the martyr, who responded, Our true father is Christ, and our mother faith in him. For these early Christians, faith as an encounter with the living God, manifested in Christ, was a mother, because it had brought them to the light, generated in them the divine life, a new experience, a luminous vision of existence for which they were prepared to bear public witness to the very end. The year of faith began on the 50th anniversary of the opening of the Second Vatican Council. This coincidence allows us to see that Vatican II was a council on faith, as it invited us to put again at the centre of our ecclesial and personal life the primacy of God in Christ. The Church, in fact, never presupposes faith as a given, but knows that this gift of God must be nourished and strengthened so as to continue to guide her pathway. The Second Vatican Council made faith shine from within human experience, thus travelling the roads of contemporary man. In this way, it showed how faith enriches human existence in all its dimensions. These considerations on faith in continuity with all that the Church's magisterium has pronounced on this theological virtue, are meant to supplement what Benedict XVI has written in the encyclical letters on charity and hope. He had almost completed a first draft of the encyclical letter on faith. I am deeply grateful to him, and in the fraternity of Christ, I have taken up his valuable work, adding to the text some additional contributions the successor of Peter, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, is indeed always called to confirm the brethren in that incomparable treasure of the faith which God has given us as light on every man's road. In faith, the gift of God, a supernatural virtue infused by him, we recognize that a great love has been offered to us, that a good word has been addressed to us, and that by welcoming this Word, who is Jesus Christ, Word incarnate, the Holy Spirit transforms us, illuminates the pathway of the future, and makes wings of hope grow in us so that we can travel it with joy. Faith, hope and charity constitute in a wonderful intertwining the dynamism of Christian existence towards full communion with God. What is this way that faith opens up before us? Where does its powerful light come from that can illuminate the pathway of a successful and fecund life full of fruit? To Mary, Mother of the Church and Mother of our faith, we turn in prayer. O Mother, Help our faith. 
open our ears to the word so that we may recognize the voice of God and his call. Awaken in us the desire to follow his steps, going forth from our own land and welcoming his promise. Help us to let ourselves be touched by his love so that we can touch him with faith. Help us to entrust ourselves fully to him, to believe in his love, above all in moments of tribulation and of the cross, when our faith is called to mature. So in our faith, the joy of the risen one. Remind us that the one who believes is never alone. Teach us to look with the eyes of Jesus that he may be light on our pathway. And may this light of faith always grow in us until we arrive at that day without sunset, which is Christ himself, your Son, our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.